Kate, Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about Louise. We need to Louis. talk to someone about Louise. <laughs> Gotta Be Done is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the Kaurna people of the Adelaide Plains. We pay our respects to elders past and present and any First Nations Bluey fans who are joining us today. Kate McMahon. Mary Bolling. <laughs> We're back to take care of the housework. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as if we need more of it. I have a bone to pick with this episode. Like within the first 10 seconds, there was just so much to unpack. Mm-hmm. And that's like before we get into the rest of the episode, but like Bandit's first line. Let's just get through it and then we can relax. It's like the housework is never done. <laughs> like, this is the, yeah. What is this relaxing? And getting through the housework. Yeah. Neither. <laughs> um, sounds like. <laughs> there, I think there are many bones being picked on many fronts after the universal relate to Chili and her glorious first line. Oh, man. I'm just not a fan of housework. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we were t- equally 10 seconds in and Age was like, I hate this episode. Who washes windows? <laughs> Which is a good question. Before we started recording, ready. <laughs> I went up to Tim and I was like, do you have any hot takes on housework for me to include? And he was like, I just don't like it because I don't like housework. <laughs> so the name I think is triggering. Yeah, but, yeah. But like aside from the name, I feel like there is lots of value in this episode, even if it is slightly bizarre. And um, hey, in the background, did mm-hmm. you notice in these first scenes a a long dog, which yes. is quite exciting, near a tennis ball, but also my library book is <gasps> under the TV. Oh, I know. To see the keeping promises. <laughs> I'm still in the universe. So. Oh, so good. <laughs> Um, that makes me happy. Uh, Less continuity going on with the entire room that is left of the door (laughs) when you enter. Yeah. Is this a whole new part of the the map opening up for us in this episode? Because I can't remember ever seeing this, and I can't even work out, is this a second formal dining room or is this the kitchen somehow leading to the kitchen but then there's like a buffet in the way so I don't know I feel like this is a new mystery room (laughs) so confused they need to just fly us up to Brisbane put us in the bluey house and it'll all will be revealed but (laughs) yeah like I feel like this episode particularly uh is in particular conflict with sticky gecko where that that front door entrance to the house a the stairs are kind of impacting on it and there's definitely no room there. Mm. So, yeah, confusing. <laughs> I'm glad um, I'm not the only one. But I do covet that um, that white sort of arch detail oh. in the doorway in between the rooms. It's like this beautiful, yeah, sort of cornicing detail that runs the whole way across this um, wide uh, opening. Yes. And it's very beautiful. And very, very helpful for the story also because it kind of almost makes a stage for Bluey and Bingo to unwittingly put on their weird walk (laughs) performance, which who doesn't need a stage? (laughs) uh, Yeah, what what a stage it turns out to be. 
I want to go back to Chili walking in though, because she's holding like a white cleaning caddy and yes. Bandit is holding a plug-in vacuum. And that was probably one thing I was just like, where is the stick vacuum? <laughs> like it's 2021 people. Uh, Australians have moved on. I haven't used a plug-in vacuum for a very long time, but maybe because this house is so enormous, the battery power could never extend to the whole house. Oh, yeah, well, that's true. But, yeah, on the on the flip side, what sort of extension cords must they be rocking to <laughs> the whole house? Like I hope they have, you know, put in extra power points, uh, otherwise just unfeasible. Look, you know, I'm sure plug-in vacuums are still out there. We saw this one and how useful it was in uh, Flora's Lava Postman. Mm. Um, so perhaps that just continues as a kind of plot point. Uh, also very helpful that this plug-in vacuum has one of those clear uh, kind of places the dirt goes. Uh, so you can see that Bandit is actively vacuuming up toys. <laughs> I must oh, admit, Lego. to look too closely in our clear kind of evidence of what's being vacuumed because I'm not fishing it out. So, you know, ignorance <laughs> is bliss as far as I'm concerned. It's gone. <laughs> Whatever's in there is yeah, just totally gone to the garbage gods. Oh, mm-hmm. dear. The kids come in and... Um, they kind of shirk when they see the um, bandit and Chili are cleaning and the line is you can play after you've done tidying up. Yeah. Um, So uh, they're put on duties to pack up the uh, blanket fort in this mystery room that could be (laughs) where they normally eat, could be another area altogether, I'm not Mm -hmm. sure. Um. And I, I did notice actually um, in one of the views uh, here that we've got on the left of that arch, um, on the right is like a portrait of Rad Bandit and um, Stripe, sort of oh. which is very cute. But on the on the left side, it looks like a dog version of Whistler's mother, you know, the famous. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, you know, in profile with a white shawl and the head, black dress. So, and in a rocking chair kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it, it's like a dog version, though, which I thought was just a hilarious, that, that I don't know, a little in-joke. Choice for, for yeah, the uh, healer family, but love it. Uh, good spotting. Yeah, I, I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I guess whistling is like, you know, you whistle for your dog. Like it could yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is like because we've seen um uh portraits on the wall of granddad dog and yeah in his army uniform so i don't know maybe it's like meant to be some older relative here that, possibly that i i just yeah it was very funny to think that um yeah that <laughs> i don't know some museum will say um masterpiece is you know a replica is in the healer house so of course yeah, I didn't see that on the the walkthrough videos of all the influencers no, going to the room. Uh, Granddad in his army gear uh, definitely was. That was one of the recreated pieces, which I loved. Although when um, I interviewed um, Yvette Turnbull, uh, who was the designer of the house, she also said, you know, one of one of the big like key moments of making the house look like the healer house mm-hmm. was. The beat, the abstract beach scene on the oh, wall. Oh yeah, with the tennis balls and I would never have thought of. I would never have thought that scene was an abstract beach scene. I thought it was actually like 
a cutting of fossilized like layers oh. of dog life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was projecting a lot. Like I thought, you know, it was one of Bandit's great, you know, discoveries, like the the ancient historic tennis ball found <laughs> fossilized. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, beach scene probably makes more sense. So, and you know, she had a lot of inside running with information from Ludo. So I'd, I'd say Yvette rather than uh, myself is on the money on that one. <laughs> anyway, oh, so let's get good. off the walls and so back, yeah. into, and back the into the action. We're coming in here next, so I need you to tidy up the blanket fort. Oh, but we're playing. You can play after you're done tidying up. Oh, so much action. So. <laughs> Cillian Bandit are cleaning and then Bandit gets distracted. I don't even think we're two minutes in. I mean, it does seem very soon to be giving up on housework. You done for the day, are you? Check this out. What is it? These kids never just walk their normal walk. What? Look, watch. See? Yeah. Yes. This is uh, a theme in your house, Mary. Oh, look, giving up, not so much, not even getting started, definitely <laughs> a thing. Like I feel like Age and I go into every weekend uh, with this kind of like, oh, we've just got to get it done. It's a housework weekend. Um, similar responses from our Bluey and Bingo <laughs> when we try and get them involved. Um, but yeah, it's usually the kids that interrupt rather than bandits' self-interruption. Uh, do you get started or what stops you in your tracks? Oh, look, I just feel like it's the never-ending packet of Tim Tams really, you know, like do you ever stop, do you ever start? Um, Tim is very keen on the Dyson though. We got um, like mm-hmm. a new Dyson just a couple of months ago actually because um, our old one's battery just wasn't cutting it anymore and <laughs> um, he was getting withdrawals. So we went and got a new one and uh, three times a day easily he's out there with the Dyson running it over. Ah, so, yeah, okay. there is no bandit shirking in this house. If, if anything, it'd be like, kids, out of the way, I need to get under your feet and get all those little bits of lint. So it's lucky all your children are too large to be just, yeah, vacuumed into the chamber. <laughs> yeah, no no one should get in the way of Tim with a Dyson, I can imagine. No. Um, um, Joe and Will are very keen cleaning helpers, though, and, like, Joe even now wants to put his dishes in the dishwasher and, yeah, I don't know where that's come from because it's not from me. But, <laughs> that's um, pretty cute. Yeah, it's really great. I almost feel like I should turn into like some viral TikTok thing, like, you know, like filming him doing houseworky things and then be like, Ooh. tag an adult who still can't do this sort of thing. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's just, you know, when I have time from yeah. not cleaning, that's, you know, uh, on my, on my well, to-do to list. Well, him, you'll have plenty of time opening up. <laughs> It'll just be taking it all on. Uh, um, yeah, look, I, I was getting strong Mary Poppins vibes in this. Oh, it was yeah, almost same. the I've got yeah. Mary Poppins and Big Riding on my thing here, like spoonful <laughs> of sugar. 
exactly. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. Talk to so, me, Mary. Where were well, you going? Look, um, I love the original Mary Poppins, but I have also always, you know, harbored doubts in the depths of my soul that <laughs> trying to make cleaning up fun can ever work. <laughs> um, but yeah, it does seem like the girls in this episode are achieving it themselves without mm. even being spoonful of sugared sung at or hyped up or anything like or that. weird so, animated clothes jumping yeah. in and out of drawers. Like, did you always, I've always found that end bit of that sequence quite terrifying. I don't know when, like, Michael's locked in the cupboard. Yeah, and, yeah actually, yeah. no, it does get a bit out of control, yeah. doesn't it? Which <laughs> I guess was the lesson. Oh, who knows? Oh, yeah. Were you <laughs> one of those kids that afterwards would be walking around their room trying to snap and see if uh, things just magically happened? I was just always very disappointed. We never had a house with banisters that we could slide, like slide down magic Mary Poppins style. But yeah, <laughs> probably just as well in retrospect. Yeah. We never had a two-story house. Stairs were for fancy people. I don't yeah. know. Did you ever have stairs? <laughs> uh, we did have stairs, but not banisters. Like, oh. yeah, just... So what did you have? Just stairs. like death stairs with nothing no. to grip. Oh, like you kind of need stairs into, like you can't have walls either side of the stairs to slide down the banister. You need the oh, yeah, banister true, to true. be in open space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but death stairs probably, oh, isn't that far from the truth? No, they weren't death stairs. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, look, uh, you know, Hooray to the 80s. <laughs> amazing to me that Chili doesn't have to put on the spoonful of sugar act to get the girls helping. It just is that you get to play threat. Um, oh, thank you so much on behalf of every parent out there because, you know, if Bluey and Bingo can tidy without whinging, uh, so can every other child in Australia. Love it. Great modelling. Uh, and we won't mention uh, the mini Bluey episode, no. <laughs> which has completely undermined this excellent work by Bluey. So, uh, I, I have rants to rant when we get to that. But, yeah. 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 Um, so, yes, we're underway. Um, and then Bandit is slacking. I don't, is it slacking that Bandit pulls up stumps so early or do you think he's allowed to be genuinely interested in his weird children? I feel like it's an excuse. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm team chilly here all the way. Like you're done already. And I love how she, you know, she kind of leans into it after a while, but she does try and set boundaries on, you know, how long this can continue for true, early. True, true. good. Yeah. I was getting um big lockdown vibes from this episode <laughs> in that what else have you got to do but clean um oh, yeah. on one front because you're not leaving the house and also um the house is getting messier possibly because you're in it more you know more food stuffs being left under the couch or that kind oh, of thing can I just say those little touches were genius like the plates with bits of food that you kind of see in certain shots uh, yes you know. the the uh Duplo on the floor, yeah, which yeah, like yeah. throws back even to the pilot episode of just random Duplo on the floor, on the table in weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love uh, that. Very, very real attention to detail. But um, yeah, so lockdown. You know, in theory, nothing to do but clean. No one actually cleaned, but also anything was entertaining, which I think is why you know I related to that bandit. No, we've got to stop and watch this because we are so devoid of entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> There they go again. Come on, we got work to do. Oh no, I'm not doing anything until one of these kids walks past here not like a complete fruit. 
Which well, I, I was getting lockdown vibes for a whole other reason, Mary, mm-hmm. and that is because, um, and it, it kind of goes to the heart, I think, of some of the comedy of this episode. But um, uh, the 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 silly walks um, yeah. that the girls are doing um, to me was a real throwback to the Monty Python sketch, um, the Ministry of Silly Walks, mm-hmm. which. Um, I think, uh, yeah, Wikipedia was saying it's season two, episode one of Monty Python's Flying Circus. And, um, in, in this episode, John Cleese, he's sort of doing somewhere between a skip, a can can and a Russian marge through yeah. Whitehall. And then he gets to, um, the Ministry of Silly Walks <laughs> where he's meeting, like, he's, he's obviously some bureaucrat. And it's just the most, blistering take on useless public servants um you know and the ineffectivity of you know what we try and do in government um anyway i won't try and be too triggered it has been voted the 15th greatest comedy sketch of all time and and in it you know there's just this um parade of different silly walks and um He's such a physical comedian, so you know at times he's like l- putting a limber limb right up to his ear, and then other times <laughs> it's sort of like shuffling on the floor and swaying mm. his legs. Um, but during COVID, um, particularly through the lockdowns in um, the UK, there was a resurgence of um, the Ministry of Silly Walks. I did not know this. So in Yorkshire, it started. And someone um, put a sign up outside of their house saying this land has been uh, acquired by the Ministry of Silly Walks. And they filmed using their doorbell cam. I think it's still on Instagram at yorkshire.silly.walks. And, I mean, what a moment of joy. They just filmed all these people who just randomly burst into a silly walk going past their house, filmed it, put it on Instagram. And it took off and it became a real COVID phenomenon. Like apparently there were several really high profile, um, yeah, Instagram and TikTok accounts with people who were saying in their neighbourhoods, um, you know, uh, this area is for the Ministry of Silly Walks and people just really lent into it. So that yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> well, per- perhaps the inspiration, the timing would line up, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, it would. Um, but I feel like, you know, Monty Python and silliness and, you know, just completely committing to the crazy is already so at the heart <laughs> of the healers. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it, it kind of, and that's where this episode goes as well, that, you know, Bandit's not just going to settle for watching and he's the one that kind of jumps up to try it um, after kind of I think Chili says it looks quite difficult. So, you know, that's enough of a challenge for a Bandit healer. <laughs> you have to, like, have your feet out like a duck out but then pop them in. While spinning. Oh, yeah, while spinning. Ow, my groin. <laughs> that's funny, is it? <laughs> a little. Um. But it, it reminds, but you know, because we talk about play and the importance of play on Bluey so much, it reminded me of. Um, I've ended up following all these different kind of play-based learning accounts, and I saw one post pop up a while back that this expert was kind of saying, you know, oh, people think that play is just for 
just for little kids, but actually I was walking the other day and I saw a kid who must have been 12, you know, just go past a log and jump up on it and balance across. And there you go. That's proof that, you know, play isn't just for little kids. And I'm like, I still do that. (laughs) And I reckon probably a lot of people would, um, you know, not, not think twice about just, oh yeah, there's a log, I'll balance across it. But, um, taking it into a is it dancing that we're doing here? Um, yeah, yeah oh. silly walk dancing. It's I'm sure it would go viral <laughs> on TikTok. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a real kind of message here of well, why aren't the parents playing? And um, and maybe you know we could move off the benefits for the children and see what the benefits are for the parents because that does that spoonful of sugar <laughs> for all that parent medicine all the oh, all the parent medicine <laughs> it's more than a spoonful <laughs> if, if i'm any indication it's a lot of sugar uh anyway well, come on you try it okay so feet out yeah but back in on every other step yeah see and then you spin <laughs> see it's not easy i can do this <laughs> when you can't leave the house what else do you do except uh, i don't know Emotionally, it because um, yeah, you were you relating to Bandit and Chili in this case? Like, what's the furthest you've kind of gone to get involved in a kids' game that is weirding you out at the same time? <laughs> look, I I hope that when my kids look back one day, they will reflect that I was a very I was very keen to get involved in their games and. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I, my happiest times as a parent are when I just let go of whatever else is going on and just like get really super involved. At the moment, we're doing a lot of building and construction. Oh, okay. So, like, Will come up to me like last weekend, it was a car wash, and he was like, Mum, let's make a car wash. And I was like, Right. How are we going to do this? <laughs> you know, so, wow, okay. so we, um, I think we got like, the the boys table and then we worked out a way to attach like dusters and things so that they could slide up and down we took like an almost tuxes. functioning car wash it was it was functioning because will was like no the thing has to go up and down like it's a real car wash because you know like after well he again you to design a laser one no influence of Louis, though. Laser ones. so after watching the dump and then going through the car wash because of the dump. Now mm-hmm. he's like, well, the car wash thing has to go up and down. So, and it has right. to be able to rotate. So we uh-huh. ended up constructing yep. this thing so we could do that. <laughs> You're anyway, amazing. It took a while. Um, uh-huh. But, you know, I kind of like to think it's a lesson in resilience for him too because he was like, oh, how are we going to do this? And, you know, rather than me going, well, we can't we can't do that, you know. I was yeah. like, well, how are we going to do this, you know, and try and work out can we wrap cardboard in this certain way to do it? Anyway, I mean, in my school yearbook in year 12, I think my thing was like most likely to be a presenter on play school. So, oh. so I hope, I hope that <laughs> I just, see if you're listening. Yes. Um, I just hope that I really like to get him. I love getting involved with the kids. So, you know, I'm never happier than when there's a big old mess going on. Um, I don't know. Then, then I get sort of weird because, like, you know, at a certain time of night, usually it is, I just mm-hmm. lose all patience completely. <laughs> and I'm just like, you just need to go to bed because mum wants to go for a walk. So I don't know. I where do you fall in this? Also fair. Well, 
It depends. You're very good on imaginative games, I have uh, to say. Well, yeah, but then I'm not so good at letting the kid lead. (laughs) (laughs) So we've been stuck in a wake up, play Lego, mum, you have to be Batman Lego piece for about like ever since school went back, this has just been the daily grind. And yeah, I'm I'm at the point where I'm just phoning it in. Like, yeah, Bond says, Mom, you're not talking. I'm like, I'm Batman. And then like, that's it. <laughs> Batman's moody today. <laughs> I have plenty of imaginative games I want to play, but no, nah, Bond's bringing nothing to the party. So I just have to follow his lead and that's And this is me. before <laughs> school every day? Jerk of a school, which is going very well and we love it. Uh, strongly recommended that kids don't have any screen time before school, which had always kind of been our go-to. Like if the boys were being non-compliant, I'd just put something on TV and then get them dressed while they were watching and they didn't even protest and then we'd get them out the door. Um, but, yeah, not having the screen time option the boys have more time to play in the morning and yeah we're just in this lego loop and yeah i perhaps i could be a more imaginative batman i feel like batman is not a very imaginative character to be honest like a bit of a one-trick pony all right i i just want to sign you a permission slip like how do you have time to play in the morning because seriously i'm just like i'm like i am i am that um Michael McIntyre film clip, you know, Oscar Hatch, you know, the, just trying to get everyone out the door, uh, making sure everyone's got their lunches and their bags and that I look half respectable to get to work. And there's three adults wrangling our three kids usually. Uh, so, no, yeah. the only reason this can happen, uh, actually thinking about it, is because I'm working from home. So, yeah, back to lockdown uh, lockdown commentary. Yeah, that that is a bonus that I don't have to get on an hour-long train to get to work most of the mm. time, which, yeah, buys time for play. And also my children seem to wake up at Queenslandish hours at the moment. So, yeah, when the day starts at 6, there's infinite amount of time <laughs> for boring Batman play. Oh, this is really throwing <laughs> me back to family meetings. <laughs> Yeah, you got it, babe. That's good. How am I, babe? Yeah, yeah. They're good, babe. Okay, here we go. Spin! Oh, oh man. Dizzy. <laughs> when Bandit and Chili get involved in this game, or they're not even really involved, they've started their own game. This almost feels like the the sequel episode to Stumpfest and the fact that, you know, parents play games. I was actually sort of thinking, you know, apart from how we play as parents, it made me think about something I've watched recently, the Beatles. Uh, oh, Doco, get, back. get Back. Yeah, yeah. And I was watching that and, you know, the first, like, hours of Beatles content. <laughs> but um, what the bits that I loved were, was where they were just being crazy, like tangoing around the recording studio. You know, there was so much just riffing and making up stupid lyrics to find the right lyrics and it felt like like it looked like play and I'm like oh actually yeah of course I you know I guess I'm not I don't have creative outlets uh beyond podcasting so yeah I couldn't really relate to like I've never you know that is so to not true <laughs> try you know well I, I've never so written many. a Beatles equivalent song put it that way I don't so. think many people have darling but you know like you're very creative <laughs> in lots of ways. Um, anyway, uh, it was a bit of a revelation to me that this was 
like play is actually how you make art and it made me so experimentation yeah yeah um I feel like you already knew that though, Kate, yeah? Well, I mean, you know, like uh, Brene Brown talks about it a lot in her work. So like um, play is a key part of, you know, do you allow yourself to experience joy and and, yes. and are you comfortable with play and singing and, you know, just uh, expressing your being of self. self. Yeah, yes. yeah, just being being able to be vulnerable enough to be a bit of a um, – a silly a walker. Silly, <laughs> yeah, including a silly walker is a key um, sign of, you know, how comfortable you are with yourself and, and how wholehearted you are apparently. So we had a strategy day with my team lately and uh, I read them this quote and it's a Jack Butcher quote, you'll do your smartest work with people you're comfortable being dumb around mm-hmm. because when we have strong psychological safety, we're not afraid to ask questions, admit mistakes, seek out support, contribute ideas, challenge assumptions, change our minds and have difficult conversations. And when we don't have psychological safety, we stop showing up, stop innovating, stop trusting, stop caring. We're too armoured up, too occupied with self-protecting to be engaged, creative or happy. Psychological safety is the number one most important attribute of high-performing, high-value, future-fit teams and it's at the heart of courageous organisations, teams, relationships, and families. Aww. I know. I thought it was really nice. So, um, you know, we're lucky that because we work in government, you know, we're not trying to make profits or, you know, do those <laughs> sorts of We're trying to deliver value, but we're not trying to, you know, burn people in the ground to make a few extra bucks. So um, we talk a lot about that, those values in our work, and that's something that's really important to me. And and being able to be playful in all aspects of life just makes life so much more joyful. Yeah. Um, and I think you really, like, yeah. I, I was thinking a lot about my grandma, actually, mm-hmm. while I was watching this episode because I remember when Olivia was born, um, she must have only been a few weeks old and um, and she came over and she said to me something like, you know, like, a, how are you going, darling? Mm-hmm. You know? And and I was like, oh, you know, had that sort of slightly panicked, <laughs> wide-eyed look that on your parents. Yep. Yeah, I was like, yeah, she's this is good, you know, I don't really get much time during the day at the moment to get anything done. And she was like, the dishes will still be there in 15 years. <laughs> so... <laughs> She's oh, like, don't even sorry. worry about it. Just cuddle your baby. <laughs> and I was like, and that, but but that's kind of stayed with me because housework will always be there. There will always be more of it. And as long as you're not absolutely drowning, like 90% yeah. of the time, I'm just like, well, the, they're only going to be little for this short time. <sighs> yeah. You should do Batman voices, you know. <laughs> like I should be making crazy car washes with rotating dusters and bandit and chili should definitely be learning how to do the be yup walk because ah. these are the things that these are the things we remember i think oh yeah hang on i think i've got it you gotta go be whoop be whoop why are you doing it be whoop be whoop you're not spinning you gotta spin oh yeah 
Um, was a lot of commentary on Twitter that the Beop dance maybe could be the next big dance craze. Like it's like <laughs> almost a flossing kind of uh, vibe to it. Yeah, uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the second dance craze that Bluey's gotten on because we see flossing <laughs> quite a lot in grannies and well, markets. I'm not on TikTok. Like it could be lighting up TikTok as we speak, and I would have no idea that the Beop dance <laughs> was a dance craze. I'll probably find out in about five years. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, like I find out with most things. Um, <laughs> but it was funny looking for this episode on Twitter because um, what I discovered was actually people have been talking about Bluey and housework for a long time mm. in that lot of celebration that Bandit is equally responsible for the housework and also that it's putting the kids in front of Bluey is the most efficient uh, house, you know, buying housework time for the parent. That, that is true. Is well. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So Bluey and housework have already had a long relationship. Um, <laughs> I did, like, uh, love to see a tweet as well from uh, one of our regular correspondents, Caitlin in Canberra, who um, after this episode, uh, who, no, wasn't talking about this episode, but did drop a look I love listening to Mary and Kate and got to be done when I'm doing my housework. I've now run out of episodes. Please Ludo and ABC. Can we have like the second half of season three? Because I need more got to be done to get the housework done. And that, you know, if that doesn't work, what will? (laughs) (laughs) Who has five kids. So really. Oh, wow. If they can't sort it out for her. um, That's off mama. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) What are they doing? I don't know. But it doesn't look like housework. So, what? Where do we get to? Um, well, we're learning the be up walk. Yeah, I think at the moment. How would you describe this, Mary? Like, it's sort of like for me, it's sort of like a a twist. But then you like jump to the other direction. Every, yeah, every it like seems, second. It seems as though the direction, the feet point, are very important. Yeah. And the, so, they, they change like left to right kind of yeah. pointings. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't be able to name the dance style. Like mm. maybe it's it's kind of a twist, mm. but then with a jump in the middle of it, sort of. And then you do it on the other side for a bit. Like you do twist, twist, be up, and then you flip to the other side. Yep, like a 180-degree sort of turn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think you've got it. Okay. It sounds uh, like you've been rehearsing <laughs> in the bedroom. <laughs> well, when I, was, um, when I was watching this, I mean, Bandit was talking about how he was feeling dizzy and it just made me think about how my tolerance for being dizzy has just decreased exponentially since <laughs> becoming a parent. Like, I don't know about you, Mary, but I'm, I'm, I'm like, I love theme parks. I love roller coasters. I used to be like as a kid, the one in the whizzy dizzy, just going round and oh, round yeah, for hours. Yeah. And now I get on a roundabout with the boys or oh, with Lou. Yeah. I last about 60 seconds tops and then I'm like, mommy's going to vomit if I'm on any longer kiddos. Keep going, what? Yeah, no, can relate to that. Uh, Surely it's just an adult thing. Like, Is there something in the middle ear that changes? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) I'm very confused. But, yeah, no, I just, I don't even get on. So, yeah, if you're lasting 60 seconds, uh, hats off. (laughs) 
And yeah, actually that statement does make me concerned about doing the BWOP dance. Although I have like, we've been getting into like dancing, um, you know, just like cranking the tunes and having a lounge mm-hmm. room dance lately. And yeah, the only dance the boys want to do is being spun around. <laughs> so even oh. that, you know, you go one way, then the other way to balance out. And then, yeah, yeah I'm done. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on? Hey, kids. Good to see some quality tunes in play at Mary's house though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, it's a bit kid led and who let the dogs out. It's very on brand for Bluey, <laughs> but there's also, um, a, I don't know how I found this, but uh, um, a full album of dogs barking Christmas carols that I guess <laughs> has been like mixed. Like, you know, obviously they didn't train the dogs to bark the Christmas carols. They just took recordings of dogs and sort of pitched them. So, you know, it's jingle bells being barked by dogs. And the boys decided that, and like the first time we played at River was just like, what is going on? <laughs> So, so yeah, we're we're at the end of February, and uh, barking dogs, jingle bells, is still high on the uh, the request list at our place. That's so funny. Yeah, don't show your kids. <laughs> no, I love that. Um, I'm trying to find this Instagram account that I follow. Um, that Joff Bush mm-hmm. um, is a massive fan of, and now I am too. But it's um, it's uh, uh a person who gets like viral cat, dog, duck, you know, all sorts of animals and then creates songs so it sounds like they're singing. Oh, amazing. Yeah. It's so good. Um, I can't find it right now. I'll, I'll keep, I'll let you know if I find it. Um, but it's so good and it just reminds me of that. <laughs> what you're just talking about. Oh, oh animals. Rah, rah, they're rah, so rah, multi-talented. <laughs> oh, no. uh, shouldn't you be tidying the blankets up? We finished. Okay, speaking of which, let's crack this pace up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, the kids come up and yes. they're like, what are you doing? And this for me is the Brene Brown moment. Okay, I had that too. Yep. Did you? Yes, because I love that they're just like, I don't know. And when they ask the kids to lead as well, like so mm. can you show us, Bingo's tail just starts wagging so oh, hard. It's, yeah. It's so beautiful and um I don't know. I just, for me, this was a real moment of connection. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I had it as my Brene Brown moment of, you know, you don't have to have all the answers with your kids. You can turn to them and ask them to lead as well. And absolutely. You know, and yeah, the novelty for a kid that what they've been doing is worth the parent doing in their own time, mm-hmm. I think is pretty big. Like, yes. Yeah. I don't know if it extends quite to the fact that we watch. Bluey without the kids. <laughs> but, yeah, if he found me, you know, building a bat fighter by myself, like that would be the greatest day of his life. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I think I think you've nailed it, Kate. Yeah, it's, it's such a sweet moment in this. And then from Bingo just being in her happiest possible place, mm. um, yeah, we then – cut to the all four of them just wiped like this has been a workout <laughs> yeah out this might be a good time to talk about music yes Mary. go for it um so 
you know, we've talked a lot about the the amount of work that goes into scoring each episode of Bluey. And um, Joff Bush has done it again with this one. There are, from what I can count, at least five separate compositions he would have had to work (laughs) on to get this one together. Um, So I'll go through them kind of roughly in order. Um, So uh, we've got this, like, William Tell tune um, to start when the girls ride in. I know, back baby. And if you want more details on the William Tell um, Overture, you can tune into our episode on Unicorse. Unicorse. (laughs) Of Um, course. Where we unpack that in in detail and you can hear a very funny story about Mary and um, her. (laughs) I pretty much am William Tell. (laughs) You are William Tell. Then we've got um, Row Row. Row Your Boat, um, which is one of the ones that's used um, when Bingo is trying to get across uh, from one uh-huh. side of the room to the other on her roller skates, which somehow <laughs> come out. So happy. Um, Why do they do it? Because they're nuts. Row, row, row your boat. Get me down the stream. That's not even a walk. Now, this um, Row Row Your Boat uh, it just seems like one of those nursery rhymes that we've all grown up with. But I was like, well, what's the origin of this oh, song? Oh, wow, okay. So um, in 1852 was the earliest printing of the song. They believe it was based on a, um, a folk tune out of Europe. Um, and it was published with similar lyrics to the ones we know now, but the tune was completely different. Um, yeah. And then the modern tune as we know it now was first recorded in lyrics in 1881 and Ellie Farlet Oram Light um, was the um, person who was credited um, okay. uh, in the collection but it wasn't ever clear if uh, they were the adapter or the composer. So, okay, yeah. Yeah, and from those beginnings, I mean, row, row your boats just becomes sort of one of your classic <laughs> <laughs> nursery rhymes. Anyway, so that's that's two. William Tell, Row Row Your Boat, and they've both got their own little compositions. Then we've got this, um, I kind of want to say like a cabaret style, like um, almost like Zorba the Greek style, you know, slow, yes. yep. lots of piano um, uh, trilling, which is mm-hmm. when you go between two notes really quickly. So it sort of gives like this sort of, um, shimmy sort of vibe. It's it's jazz yeah. hands in instrumentation. Um, so there's this theme that we see at the start of the silly walks. Okay, and then Chili goes to get a cup of tea, and when she comes back, we've got this whole new theme, which is when we're going through the animal kingdom. Sure, and and this one. So the previous one was mainly around piano, clarinet, and strings. And this one, we've got this introduction of um, the baritone sax, which is, you know, really sort of giving it, and it's a, it's a whole new different tune in this section, which oh, I'm just, oh, oh my, Joff. Joff, just <laughs> calm your farm. Like, you work so hard. the farm, your farm no, no. and kangaroos and chickens. And if that wasn't enough of, you know, having to, to earn a dollar, um, then the B-up music has its own um different oh, it does. tune yeah. that then um, kind of starts off just almost like with this shaken sort of noise and a little bit of flute, but then it kind of like starts merging in all the different instruments we've already heard throughout the whole episode. So we get, mm-hmm. again, 
the piano, the clarinet, the saxophone, all merging together. And that moment when the family or Bingo, um, Chili and Banda are all finally nailing the B-up music together, Yeah, all these threads from different tunes sort of layer in together oh my and gosh, really bring yeah. it together in this really comprehensive, like everything makes sense now sort of moment, oh. which I'm just like. What a team. That's what a team, incredible. what a genius. Yeah. I have to go back and watch it now just to, yeah. <laughs> just to appreciate everything you've just said. Um, oh, it's quite extraordinary. Like, yeah, I just, yeah, I will never not be impressed by the level well, of detail. Maybe by the end of scoring this episode, Joff felt a bit like all four healers passed <laughs> on the carpet with a spilt coffee cup. He would have <laughs> definitely been backing up the Lego yeah. <laughs> yeah. rather than bending down at that point. Um <laughs> But, yeah, I love that that's where we end up. Everyone else is wiped and Chili's kind of resignation to it all. <laughs> but, but I love that they're happy about it too. They're kind yeah. of like, yeah, no housework's done, uh, but we learned the be up dance. So it's a I win. Sometimes you've got to take your wins where you can get them. And, <laughs> yeah, look, it does, you know, kind of give them the new drive to actually get started Um and do a bit of spoonful of sugar be up dance as they <laughs> finally get onto the housework. Um, I feel like that's a happy ending, right? <laughs> I do too. And you know what? I think it was quite a different episode to the ones we usually see. And mm. I really liked it. It was sort of, yeah, the opportunity to just be a bit silly and a bit joyful for the parents as well as the kids. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And yeah, Bingo gets maybe the line of the episode uh, <laughs> from Bandit having said at the start, um, these kids are nuts. Uh, Bingo's hot take is grown-ups are nuts. And, yeah, of course Bingo had to say it. And, yeah, I think that is my line of the episode actually. Really? I think yeah. mine was we don't know. And then Bingo replying, okay. I don't know yeah. why, but just really tickled me. I feel like that might be a good one to have in the back pocket. Yeah, permission to yeah. say we don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, oh, I'll actually, chill. Bingo's last line, but Chili's first one as well. I'm just not that into housework. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that would be the topic for me. Um, do, who was your most valuable player? Um, look, everyone puts in a top B up effort, but I reckon Bandit gets the ball rolling on this. So yeah, I think. A lot of permission to play, you know, yeah, be embracing the joy and the silliness. It kind of takes that first mover for everyone to get on board. And, yeah, Bandit's the first mover, so he's mine. I feel like that's rewarding bad behaviour, but, okay, I'll allow it. Um, <laughs> um, I um, I think Bingo is definitely mine. I think yeah. she um, – The originator. She, yeah, and – so much of the action is driven by her. I love how um, how she continually finds ways to be ridiculous, like when she's got the pillow on her head and she's sort of bouncing it up and down, like, I don't know, like some kind of crab or something with one of her walks. That just tickled me. Uh, then the roller skates with the yeah. rowing. Um, um, and then she's the originator of the B-Up dance. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. It's all good, although, yeah, actually now that you've said that, Bluey's, um, sheet, oh, sheet. 
sometimes people ask questions about whether there's uh, incidental, like, uh, adult themes in this. And, yeah, that does sound like something else, what Bluey's singing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm sure they would never have meant to to imply that. But, yeah, that was that was a highlight there as well. <laughs> See, well that could be a quotable quote, that's for sure, if, the, if it was. Uh, Happily okay. adopt that. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, okay, we're there. And, hey, Kate, I'm going to dive straight into Mailbag because we've already touched on the Womb Tale Overture. Mm. But, um, off the back of our Unicorse app, um, we heard from uh, Jenny in Brisbane mm-hmm. who checked in a few times um, and said she just had to tell us, um, had to jump in on behalf of all the other septuagenarian Bluey fans and podcast listeners. Love it. Yes, we love that particular cohort. Um, In the 50s, heroes from folk culture were popular subjects for children's television. Number one was definitely Robin Hood, followed closely by Roger Moore in Ivanhoe, which I've never heard of. But then I've never heard of this either, uh, but Jenny was a fan Featuring crossbows as opposed to the English longbows was William Tell. I don't think I need to tell you what the theme music was, but it had lyrics as well, uh, which was come away, come away with William Tell, come away to the land he loves so well. Um, and, <laughs> and for Tell and Switzerland. Um, so, yeah, I had don't think I'd ever heard uh, that, but I will have it in my head now every time I hear the overture slash watch unicorns <laughs> so um it was pretty cool thanks jenny um and actually and yeah jenny had checked in quite a while ago as well which um with an email i never uh got onto so slack uh but worth revisiting um she said there is actually a gingerbread factory um on the sunshine coast probably not far from where the healer family were holidaying in uh what's the episode where they go for a scooter ride um piggyback piggyback yes uh mm. which then also fits in with the gingerbread man of that story so yeah she so hot, that was a hot tip as well and as people are getting back to visiting queensland and possibly the sunshine coast uh yeah look up your local gingerbread factory so yeah thank you jenny <laughs> what a star definitely um and if you like jenny would like to be in touch with oh, us yeah please. feel free we would love to hear from you uh you can email us it's bluepod at gmail.com find us on facebook or um instagram at at bluey and on twitter we're at bluey podcast kate uh we've probably got to go check in on the housework which will wait <laughs> for us so let's not i think that was the big lesson of this episode <laughs> Uh, we'll be back next week, but in the meantime, it's gotta be, gotta done. be done. Bye. Bye. <laughs> sheets. Oh, sheets. Okay, that's not even close to her normal walk.